MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Unfortunately, the levity, you know, for KD fans, for sports fans in general, we're going to assume it is an Achilles, understanding it's possible it's not. Brad, we've done some research. The team helped us out here. Number one, and I think there's two factors to consider with KD's prospects. Number one, how much time is he going to miss, likely. Number two, when he comes back, is he going to come back 100%. So typically with an injury like this, considering factors like age, factors like big men tend to come back uh, more slowly than non-big men, but Durant is very thin for a big man, and oftentimes that kind of leanness helps with injury recovery. So you add it all up, how long do you expect Katie to be out? The average right around nine months he's going to be out. Really? So yeah. not a full year. Not a full year. Now, so in theory, he's back for the playoffs next year. <laughs> well, what? I mean, yeah. I mean, what's well, funny? It, not funny. I'm, what I was gonna say is the, the expectation is he's gonna, you know, take similar to what happened with Demarcus Cousins that they're gonna take their time. So is it, it in theory this is the same injury? In theory, it is the same. And injury. Cu- and, and Cousins got hurt. Well, when he was out a year. Okay. And but the but the conversation with Cousins was he could have came back a little before he did, but go, like I said, Golden State won yes. max a chance he wouldn't re-injure. Wow, that's fascinating. So literally, even if it were a year, like Game Three of the Western Conference Finals, he could be back. Yes. Wow. So would I? 
and again, I haven't heard other shows that really dug in like we have here. And again, not that they haven't done it. I just haven't heard it. It almost is like next year's the lost season is the assumption you're saying very possible that at the time they would need a most. Again, what we've seen from Golden State is, and we don't know how things are going to change next season, they need Durant come finals time. But before that, they, they certainly didn't. Though you can make the case Houston in a different spot might have beat them or Portland was a below average conference final team. But that's interesting. Yeah, and I think you're thinking more of what the recovery time was 10, 15, 20 years ago. It was closer to a year. What they've found in the studies, various articles today had the reports. Recently, it's the recovery time has been closer to six to eight months instead of the full year, RJ. Which, so that's why I brought up nine months. Yeah, that's which makes which actually estimate. makes the point that next year might not be a lot. I mean, if somehow he came back even in 10, Durant would be there for Playoffs. mostly the entire playoffs. Yep. Okay, wow. Now, there is a second side to it, which is when players come back from this type of injury, there's oftentimes a drop-off in performance. Yeah, so field goal percentage-wise drops drastically. On average, the 20 or so players that this various studies that have studied over the last 20 years that have suffered Achilles injury, percentages drop about 5%. Those are the players right, that— so, so let's be clear. So shooting percentage goes from 45, let's say— To 40. Okay. And those are the players that come back, RJ. I mean, there was a study done by a team of uh, Drexel doctors. Seven of the 18 players that suffered an Achilles injury, this would be in the 90s and the 2000s, seven of the 18 didn't even come back to basketball in the NBA. And of the players that came back, obviously field goal percentages went down. uh, Average minutes per game went down specifically. So really what we can say is, History says, and that's the beauty of life, we're not statistics, we can be the exception when you're a, I don't know, has there been 30 people the last 100 years with Kevin Durant's physical abilities in any sport? You know, he's one of the the real freaks of nature of the last 100 years, you could say. Is he going to (laughs) be dictated to by these averages? Now, You can also say, though, someone like Kobe, who you would say even had more work ethic. I mean, Kobe was considered the hardest worker in the game. He was older, but Kobe was never the same. In fact, Bill Simmons was talking about today, he's never seen a player that came back the same from, from an Achilles injury. Now, let's think about this. Next season would be year 31 for Kevin Durant. He's 31 years old next season. And by the way, we're breaking down Kevin Durant's injury, his prospects of recovery. Season after that, 32. Now, that's usually the season you see the most drop-off, that plus-one season. Next season, he's 33. Still some drop-off historically. Season after that, he's 34. Now, in theory, he's recovered from this injury 100%, but now you're 34. Yep. And in the NBA, even LeBron, you felt now again LeBron had a, this year. Yeah, a lot of miles on yep. him. You could say Durant doesn't have as many, but sadly, it's very possible, if not likely, that we've seen the last of this Kevin Durant, the, the Durant who is at the tip of everyone's tongue as the best player in the NBA. I would make a major bet right now that that will never be the case again. 
I like I wish everyone luck. You know, I don't want anyone to have a horrible end to them. And obviously, you can make the case how horrible is this. And in a way, I really appreciate the humanity, the way people respond to this stuff. Because you could see in certain bars in Ohio, Brad, you might be able to relate to this, <laughs> that there's some guy that just came from the coal mine that's been walking with a limp because you know, a rock crushed his leg a while back. And that sounds funny if you didn't grow up in an area where that happened all the time to nearly everyone. Anyone that put 30 years in the mill where I grew up in Ohio or the mines usually had an injury or two coming out. Forget the black lung or whatever might be down the road. And forget, unfortunately, those people of that age or so to be like dad's age or whatever were often Vietnam vets who you're just seeing more and more with the cancers and stuff from that. So it was a tough run for a lot of those guys. They're going to look up and they're going to say, wait a minute, the problem is he's going to miss a year and collect his 40 mil, you know, and he's got generational wealth. And I see that side, but boy, it seems like you don't get much of that. That it's humanity kind of understands that we're all mortal, no matter what, that we're all fragile, no matter what. And that greatness is rare. And sometimes greatness rises, raises everybody up. And even if you have no connection to it, you know, the Belmont, uh, Belmont Stakes ran uh, Saturday. And every year on my Twitter, the one thing I tweet out every year, one thing is Secretariat's Belmont, which is one of the most, I actually tweeted it out on Saturday, if you haven't seen it, at RJ in Vegas, it's one of the greatest things I've ever seen. It's a horse. It's an animal. It's not a human. And it makes you feel like, hey, maybe this world has more grandeur and more magic. And a guy like Durant, watching him play, there's some grandeur and magic to it that we all mourn in a way, I think, if it's threatened. And to me, it's a great sign that there's not as much of the, the oh, oh, that's a bad break. Because really, you could see the case being made and so, that, that someone that's really struggling, they would trade with Durant in a minute. Out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love 
Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. I disagree with Colin today. One, he's like, in fact, I almost was on the polar opposite of everything he said about Durant. Like, literally, I, th- I think if you would George Costanza flip it, you'd be more right. So one, he's saying, finally, Durant's a Golden State Warrior because he finally needs the Warriors. Well, in my experience, when someone tries to put their arms around you, embrace you, mark you, make you part of something, and you're too big time, you're too aloof, you're too other to wrap your arms back, well, when that person that was too aloof falls, usually the other person's saying, huh, I bet you wish, <laughs> I bet you wish that you had wrapped your arms around us because we'd be a family right now. I don't really know all the machinations, all the back and forths that led KD to seem like the other. But boy, I think it's undebatable. The very fact he's leaving, the very fact, in fact, we got some sound on this, is if you listen to Clay after the game, there's obviously empathy, there's concern, there's appreciation, but I also hear a sense of talking in the past tense when it comes to Durant. Let's listen. I got nothing, and as every NBA fan, should have nothing but respect for Kevin Durant. For him to come out here, put his health on the line to try and help us win a championship, shows you what kind of competitor he is. And um, it was very deflating after the game just because we're going to miss him. And it's not the same not being out there competing with him. Um, I think anyone will be happy to have him on their team, but... Walking, running out on the floor tonight, we had a, a new sense of confidence getting our guy back. So it hurt to see him go down because uh, we know how much he cares and how much he wants to be out here. We're going to miss him. 
any team would be happy to have him. Jonas, that doesn't sound like uh, he's part of the Warrior family. I mean, again, not saying they don't care. Right. But it seems like it's the guy that was halfway out the door anyway, and now he broke his leg, so he has to stay a few more days in the apartment. You're going to be okay with it, but you're not all that anxious to convince him to stay forever. Yeah, it sounds like somebody who knows the breakup is coming. So, you know, Colin was also like, you know, now... Durant needs the Warriors. They know how great he is, so they will offer a max. I mean, my sense is, and we've debated this, the Knicks, Warriors still probably, Lakers. I, You know, I think each team's a little different because, like, LeBron's got a ticking clock and all that. But if you're a team like the Knicks and you know you can have Durant – you might not have to worry about the playoffs with Durant, like we were projecting, <laughs> yeah. if you if he's out. But does anyone here not think Durant will have multiple? My belief is the following: Durant will have multiple max offers. Does anyone disagree with that? No, no. Okay. So in a way, why does Golden State need Durant anymore, or why does Durant need Golden State anymore than he did before the injury? Yeah, I don't see Colin's logic there. I don't either. I think Colin is of the belief that there is no max offer out there if Golden State doesn't somehow take, you know, and then Colin's saying, well, Durant took multiple lesser deals. It's like, well, he's only been there three years. So I'm not sure how many multiple lesser, and if lesser means you're taking, and I don't have the exact number, Daryl, maybe you can look on the commercial. What was Durant's max versus what he took? My understanding, it was like, you know, twenty nine million versus thirty one five. Now listen, that's real money, but in the scheme of things, you know, ninety seven cents on the dollar. You know, yeah, it's not Tom Brady taking basically half. Yeah, so I give him, I respect it. It's just he was getting most of his money. Jonas. And, and also, it's not going to be a prove-it year for Durant. You'll see some guys take these one-year contracts as a prove-it year so they can test free agency again because he's going to be out majority of the year anyways. So if he wants or, to, or the whole year if yeah. there's no playoffs. So if he wants to be in Golden State, he'll be in Golden State. But if there's a max offer out there and he wants to leave, he's going to take it. And who's to say Golden State even wants him? Meaning yeah. once you've had, and I don't know about that, but once you feel like someone's rejecting you, even if you normally unemotionally would just say yes, you know, it's a close call. You might say no. Now, if it's an easy yes, then you still, you know, you swallow your pride and say yes. But I, I, this is what I'll say for sure. We've said this a few times. The max best players or the best players that take the max are underpaid. If it was a true free market where you still had the salary cap, but you could spend it any way you wanted. A guy like Durant in his prime, uninjured, might be worth $50 million, $60 million. And the max is significantly less. That's the problem the Lakers and every team with LeBron has had. He knows he's making less, maybe half of what he should be. So he has his buddies get jobs with the team. They're flying on the plane. He's like a quasi-GM. And all the teams just got to grin and bear it because they know it's not about the money. Everyone would pay LeBron, or would have at least, the max. So now what's the other amenities, right? And Durant, though at this point maybe isn't the type that could get the max plus amenities, he's still, even with the missed year, worthy of a max. And I would make 
any bet that he gets that offer unless somehow this becomes an injury that he's out for three years, which I don't even think there's injuries like. You know, I guess if you have a drop foot or whatever, but unless it's like some extremely bad result, I think Kevin Durant gets the max offer from multiple teams. Agree. Right out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Guys, as we look at what happened last (laughs) night, we've been talking a lot about Kevin Durant, and we've been talking a lot about the injury, but we have failed to point out how close Toronto was to their first NBA championship. A little over three minutes left to go. They've got a six-point lead. The Golden State Warriors battle back, and it was Clay Thompson, courtesy of the Warriors Radio Network, who was the difference. Curry behind the back, dribbles baseline, feeds Iguodala, touch pass Draymond to Clay Thompson, pump fake, flyby. Three ball. Got it! 56.6 to go. Warriors back up by three. Toronto calls time. This game is absolutely insane. The Raptors did have one final opportunity to try and win the game late. The Warriors up by a point, and here's how it sounded, courtesy of the Warriors Radio Network. Van Vliet will take it up the floor. Van Vliet down to 12 seconds, 10 seconds. Waiting for Leonard. Leonard catches it on the logo, steps out. Guarded by Clay Thompson, 6 seconds with 5 seconds. Leonard right side stops, feeds Van Vliet. Van Vliet, one dribble, get the corner. Lowry, it's blocked by Draymond. The game's over. The game's over. The game is over. What an exciting ending. People can debate Kawhi not taking that last shot. Brad, tomorrow you're going to have a a rant. You're going Stephen A on us. (laughs) Uh, That's going to be scary. Here's what I'll say, a couple things. If you're a Golden State fan, that was the toughest game to win. Because if you have two – obviously the home game is not going to be the toughest of the three. If you have two road games or home games, Toronto, game seven is going to be tougher. Why? Because Golden State is more used to the brightest of the bright lights, the pressure, and also there's going to be the whispers. Is Toronto really going to choke this thing away? 33-1 and one or something? Teams yep. up 3-1? So I think the pre- Kawhi can handle it. Everyone else, I think Game Seven's tougher than Game 5. Though, obviously, Durant did contribute some, and that's kind of the point. You could say Golden State wins by one, Durant hits a, you know, score some real points in a short period of time. Would Golden State have won that game if Durant didn't play those 12 minutes? I don't think he does. They do. So, so, so imagine, imagine if Golden State mm. comes back and wins this title. Now the whole story about the courage, the grit of Durant, it becomes something they tell their kids in the Bay Area next to the fireplace about, you know, D-Day. And then when Durant came back, he, could, he was so hurt. Willis Reed style, he knew he couldn't finish the game. He just hoped, hoped he could get a few buckets for the loved Warriors. And then maybe that could increase the chance of the Warriors winning by just 1%. Imagine if they win. In theory, Durant will be legendary for that 12 minutes he put in. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view 
an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.